0: Dry balls. Balls so dry,
1: they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls.
0: You must know, suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes. Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry, I'm different,
2: but you can just suck my clit and my bag. You know what? You know what? Sad word. <laughs> suck my clit and bag. I don't have to suck your balls before this day is over. You will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow.
0: Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls.
1: Suck my baby balls in hairy balls. Suck my balls in hairy buttons. Suck my balls in hairy balls. What is that? It's my balls! I get it, honey!
2: How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would
1: you like to suck my balls, Mr. Gersie?
2: Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Shack My Balls. Right here on a litany of different networks. Hosted and sponsored by HackerHemming.Podby.com and Uh RatSaladReview.com. And I that's am joined. Right. Uh, that's right. I am joined this week by my host for the most lives on the southwest coast. I'm giving you the the little jingle this week, my buddy. <laughs> He's Keith
0: Happy <All> right.
3: Easter, <laughs> y'all!
2: Uh, yeah, I guess if you celebrate, uh, sure. I'm if here, if you're now. into that, I, guess, I might you know. make myself a pot pie. Maybe I'll cook up some chicken, some chicken. I don't know. Uh, Scoop, we are not alone this week. This no, is we actually are not. Scoop's first time having a guest on a podcast for sickly bad because he was not here and we had Joe Moran on, but he is here today, primed, ready, rocked. We are going to go. We are going to get on our metal hats as we introduce Whoa. Greg Noggle from the Rat Salad Review Show itself. What's up, Greg?
4: Thanks for having me on, guys. How are you today? Ian. Another
3: oh. day in paradise. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's what white people say when they <laughs> want to kill themselves. Uh.
2: <laughs> just yeah. as really. my as my friends tell me, don't say just live in the dream. You gotta chase it. Just chasing it, G. silly white things we say yeah. sometimes i just uh sometimes i read about our culture on the internet Ian, and i'm like what the hell is wrong with us? I, don't, I, don't fucking like it. <laughs> I
3: can't i i i had to I, I, you both are wrestling fans right yep. you, know, you know what's going on between ronda rousey and alexa bliss right no i have not well, watched it in you've, been this? you've been following this a little bit dude, because it's, it's so weird fucking hilarious okay so ronda rousey kind of basically says that wrestling's fake right and alexa bliss is pissed and it's pissed and like and so many fans are just diving into it um all like trying to trash her but nobody's reading the actual she she doesn't she just says like the predetermined fights and everything kind of got to her and like all the fans and the way that they are to It is so fucking hilarious.
2: <laughs> As I was about to say, you can follow us on Twitter
1: at
2: uh <laughs> this South what happens Park. when I get loved. Uh Ian is on Twitter in full, in frontal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, those tweets are not coming directly from me. If you see me throw up a gif of, you know. Eric Cartman crying. That might be at me because that's I just like gifts. If I, I will admit, I when some, when she told you to sit down, I was like, "Nope, you set me up." I was like, "I'll stand ground." <laughs> like, I can't, I can't fucking not do it. It's right there. Like, exactly. when it's right there. You gotta do it. Oh, speaking of standing ground, standing up, loving one another as we try to come together in this time of corona, we are here by greg's selection he was uh itching and uh, let us know that he was ready for this episode ian when we started this show chicken lover and chicken this is- fucker it's
4: chicken fucker chicken right fucker. the chicken fucker
2: the chicken fucker season two episode four this is actually suck my balls episode number 18 damn 18 bro we've almost made it to full 20 episodes ski I put up with you online for 20 episodes. I must really love you. Must really love you. <laughs> yeah, you
3: know, it's just it's
1: one of those relationships. Love we have <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, so in tonight's episode, Chicken Lover was the fourth episode of the second season of South Park. However, I believe this was actually the third, like, produced, I want to say. Because if you look at the actual production timeline of south park how it's listed on certain sites, it varies from three to four but from an airing standpoint this did air as the fourth episode this episode yeah. of course was written by matt stone and trey parker aired on may 27th 1998 and it of course features uh you know a couple stories here officer Barb brady having his ongoing troubles with his inability to read some guy fucking chickens in town cartman a cop a litany of madness ensued in this episode. <laughs> I told you.
4: I can't read. I'm illegitimate. <laughs>
2: That's points in this episode. Officer Barbrady for no reason explaining his uh, perils with the, his, his literacy. So this episode starts off, you know, they're at the bookmobile itself. Okay. And if I, I immediately like, I know right away, I was looking at it like, oh my god, I like these pretty romantic books. And I was like, I'm looking at the names of the shows and are the books. And I'm like, oh, it's Sabrina in Unchained and Bound <laughs> for Love, and uh,
4: Dorothy um, Palmer in Body to Body,
2: Body to Body. So they all got to choose two books as, as part of their reading bookmobile adventure scoop. And Mr. Garrison uh, is told, uh, uh, tells Eric to shut up after Cartman uh, relates at the beginning of the episode. Okay, children, each of you gets to choose two books from the booktastic buzz. Reading sucks ass. Eric, shut up. Reading sucks ass. Which is like, <laughs> you look at the from the beginning to the end. <laughs> like, that's comedy. And starting with the beginning... Anyway, reading it. Maybe uh, success. So they, they all start checking out, as we mentioned, the romantic books. After looking through the romantic books, the bus driver or uh, I'm sorry, the I guess the booktastic bus driver pulls up. And I have some of the notes I wrote. You see, reading opens up a whole new world to you. You can take a new down to Amazon and go back in time to that or become a race car driver. All just by opening a book. Just like magic. The magic of Reading. <laughs> oh yeah Greg, and wh- then, Why was this one of your favorite episodes Would you say as far as chicken lover Well I mean we, Within the first ten seconds Reading sucks success
4: Eric shut up <laughs> <laughs> And then and he goes into his speech And you know within the first two minutes It condenses right down Into one of Kenny's best lines As they're actually reading it Stan, There's a bo- lot of big words in these books, and Kenny, yeah, and a lot about vaginas and penises.
2: I have that written down. <laughs> <yep>. <laughs>
4: but um, you know, the jokes—they just they fire so well. And um, although I do, I still love South Park. I know there's a lot of older fans that don't like the newer episodes, but um, I appreciate the fluidity of the the dialogue between the kids so much here. You know, it's just one after another, and, and the background jokes are all hilarious, too. And I was, just a completely absurd concept, too.
2: <laughs> I was actually, actually going to introduce a new segment in the show called, What Did Kenny Say? And then, like, <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
2: in this show, he said, of course, there's a lot of fucking vaginas and penises during this first scene during the bookmobile. And then toward the end, after he gets shot, he says, Oh, it was only my jacket. That's what yeah. Kenny said. Bop, bop, you know, what I mean? something like that. So we'll, Go do for that. It. All right, we'll do that next episode or something, maybe. <laughs> uh, so as the boys progress, you know, into their, their reading, they or, and they're looking at these books, and then they come to the conclusion, wait, if we read, are we going to end up like this guy? Yeah, shut up, dude. Go ahead and pick any books you like. Then give in. Give in to the magic. If we read, are we going to become like that guy? Yeah, this is stupid. Books aren't magical. And yeah, I'm kind of getting a tingly feeling looking at these. And they're like, yeah, dude, we are. So they toss the book away and they bounce. But Cartman (laughs) mentions, he's like, I I got kind of a tingly feeling over here. Uh, (laughs) Referencing the fact that he's got a erection. Uh, Scoop. Hey, buddy. When you were a kid, when did you get your first erection?
3: When did I get my first erection? I was how old was I?
2: Fuck. Like I but you can remember. Cause I mean you might have gotten erections when you're young, just involuntarily you don't know, you know what I mean?
3: Like when I was real young. I don't know, I think it was like seven, seven or eight, somewhere around there. Eight maybe eight or nine, maybe nine or ten, somewhere in there. I remember it just being really hard and going to my mom saying it hurt. <laughs>
2: Greg, do you have a funny story at all or a remembering oh, time of a, an I, erection? I can't tell you
4: how old I was, but I, I know I was a little probably around what Scoop was saying, six or seven. And, yeah, I got an erection for whatever reason. And I just remember running into the, into the living room with my pants off like, Mom! My wieners are, I don't know what's going on. And when I squeeze it, it just hurts really bad. And I, I just thought of butters later on in Little Crime Stoppers. I sat, I sat there and went, ow, ow. Uh,
2: as far as I was thinking about mine, not to Eric Cartman this, and just gets me down. <laughs> Why don't you tell your story, asshole? Uh, I, I, I want to say I must have been like in the first or er- – Second grade, when I first heard about about masturbation, and then I was, like, probably around nine, I think nine or ten when I first, like, remember getting an erection, and by that point, like, I had learned what it was, so I was like, oh, I got an erection, (laughs) like, (laughs) so, like, I didn't run and tell my mom, but I did go tell my dad. I was like, hey, dad, got a boner. (laughs) (laughs) and he just laughed and he was like all right don't do it in front of me and i was like what i was like don't do what he's like just remember those words don't do it in front or near or around us at all hide it don't do it and i was like okay and then like maybe a couple years later there came a point where i was in the bathroom and i was like remember i was about to go and then i heard my dad in my mind don't do it in front of around i was like oh
1: Watch my the fuck out of here.
2: (laughs) So you know, knowledge is passed along. It's interesting though that it just kind of starts right away. That like Officer Barbary can't read, so the fact that he can't read, it doesn't really correlate though with the chicken lover because you don't really know that Officer Barbary can't read. Until the first chicken gets fucked, <laughs> right?
4: Right, but that's like a good half a minute after the bookmobile scene. I mean, it all happens within a very short time.
3: But like up until, but how the- does how does the bus driver know that that Barbrai can't read
2: though? Yeah,
3: because reading is magic. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I guess when you put it that way.
1: Uh, Yeah, wasn't
4: it really Richard Nixon anyway?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. It it was it was a little odd to me. Like that's why didn't really have a plot line. Like if he could like been in the bookmobile and looked at something and been like, "Oh, reading is stupid," and then been like, "Oh, I can't read." And then in the next scene, a chicken gets fucked, and they're doing it with the boys. Oh, we hear the commotion. What's that outside? Which apparently the farmers. Land is now across the street from the uh, school, which by my recollection of the last two South Park games, that's not accurate, okay? The Farmer's Ranch is up north near Canada, right? So just pointing Yep. Out. But this was the early, you know, the early episode itself. So uh, they also, as I put down in my notes here, that this was the first episode as far as like some of the, I would say the, Underlying in tones or different uh, synopsis of this episode was that they kind of actually gave Officer Barb Brady character development in this episode. We see now, we'll of course, can get to see it uh, once again in the later seasons around season 20, season 21. When the ninjas episode, uh, oh, the little ISIS kids are shooting. <laughs> oh, they're ninjas. That's oh, they're gay. Ninjas? Oh, that's, good. that's good. You shot kids. <laughs> I'm so hey, impressed.
4: man, the, those kids are tough. They were Mongolians f- before.
2: That's remember? True. That's true. We haven't gotten there yet, but that—that is—that yeah. is true. So, after visiting that, you know, and finding out that someone has apparently raped this chicken, Officer Barber he starts his investigation. <laughs> he's confronted with his inability to read. <laughs> when he's able to read a note left by the attacker, attacker. I'm sorry. The chicken fucker. Hey, what's this? It looks like a note. Give me that.
0: That's a clue, and you'll get your stinky DNA all over it. What does it say? Uh, it says, uh, sorry I had sex with the chicken. I won't do it again. bye boy. Well, there you have it. Case closed. Dammit, Bar Brady, what the hell's wrong with you? Every time something happens in this town, you say, nothing to see here, and case closed. But we want justice. We have to find this sicko. I said return to your homes before
2: I start arresting people. Yes. Now he resigns. He, like first like he throws like oh, move along everyone, get out of here, nothing to see here. I <clears> see like the farmer <laughs> like
4: no. Sorry, I had sex with the chicken. I won't do it again. Bye bye. <laughs> nothing to see here, people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like the one guy asks him, Brady, why does when anything happen? You tell us to move along. There's nothing to see here. Move along. There's nothing to see here. Well,
0: there's clearly something to see here.
4: <laughs> Get out of here before I start arresting people. For what? Orderly conduct? If you do not disperse, I will force to be- <laughs> execute each and every one of you by gunshot to the head. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And everyone just disperses. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Barb Brady is just put – he's basically, you know, goes to his next press conference. He's driving on his way home first. He throws the letter out the window, right? And he's all like he can't even read the stop signs and shit all of a sudden, (laughs) which is just like ridiculous because you know what. Red means stop and green means go. Come on. Which I guess is his only way of like moving forward in his day-to-day life (laughs) as a cop, right? Right. But he goes into his press conference, and they were just talking about the chicken lover, and he's all, like trying to sound smart. Yeah, it's advanced, it's a DNA science and evidence. <laughs> he's still having results. yielded any
0: results? And he goes, "All right, all right, all right. I can't read. I admit it. Okay, you want to break me down?
3: Uh, we passed. We skipped the. Um, we skipped when he pulls into the bank and asks for food, and that's when he's like, "Oh," <laughs> and that's when he admits that he can't yeah. read. Right. I-
4: I'd like, uh, I'd like, uh, a burger and some jalapeno poppers. Welcome to France. Can I help you? Sir, can I help you?
0: Uh, just give me two cheeseburgers and some jalapeno poppers.
4: Sure, there's just one problem. What's that? We're a bank. I
0: know that, smarty pants! What, do you think I'm some kind of idiot?
4: Yes. Hmm, there's just one problem, sir. What's that? We're a bank. I knew that, smarty pants. What I do you think, think I am, not... some kind of idiot? <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's good point. good call-out. So yeah, yeah,
4: but then it moves into the press conference, but yeah. Matt's right. That's when he first admits to everybody. But has chicken f***er left any clues at the crime?
0: All right, all right, I can't read! There! I said it! I can't read! Are you happy now? You pushed and you pushed! And now you all know my terrible secret! I'm illegitimate! I'm not fit to be a policeman! I retire!
2: So after he um, uh. says he's gonna retire, basically, he's he's in shame. Oh, I'm shamed! <laughs> I'm, I'm done! I'm out of here! So, after How will retire, the town cope without a police force? Right, and then, like, <laughs> literally... Two minutes later, we've just the town has been taken over by chaos.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Brick comes flying through the window. Some guy. This just up. in: riots have erupted in South Park. There's
3: it's not even the two minutes. It's
2: signs and shit like that. Like, people on the street, like, there's a later on scene where we see outside city hall. Oh, I don't want to jump forward, but I re- just remember right now. Some guy's like, shh, he's, like, carrying a TV. Shh, shut up, shut up. They're going to hear us. Like, <laughs> like, you just see three guys, r- like, running across the screen with a television. Like, everyone's rioting and shit now uh, because there's no, like, apparently Officer Barb Brady, as the mayor, then mentions. Oh, God damn it! That stupid idiot was keeping all these people in line. Oh, I really, you, re- you th- really think uh, Officer Barb Brady is smart? No, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's just the lord of the flies in this situation, right yeah. is
1: that
3: is there is there is that what the undertones is of this is this lord of the Fliesy?
2: interesting that mm. popped my head that popped into in my head i will say though i think there was definitely some totalitarian style of undertone in this you know episode with Barb brady saying at the beginning of the episode get out of here i'll, I'll be forced to execute you if you don't leave the scene uh <laughs> Also, we didn't we haven't mentioned yet, but while this is also going on, there is a cops parody with Officer Barb Brady.
0: Well, being an officer of the peace means a lot of things. It's a hard job, but then again, I'm a hard man. A lot of people think that in a small town there isn't a lot for the law to do. Well, they're wrong.
2: All units, all units report to 254 Avenue de los Mexicanos. Possible hostile situation.
0: There, you see? This could be a bank robbery or possibly even a murder. This ain't no
4: podunk little town. And Barb Brady, your wife called. She wants you to get some pizza on the way home.
2: God damn it. And he's like, on this big gun, And he's like driving down the road. And I have something that I wrote down. I don't know if you guys caught. At the beginning of this cop's uh, focus, He's somebody says on the intercom, Barb Brady, your wife called. She says, get some pizza on the way home. I didn't. Know, Bar Brady had a wife. No, it's never mentioned again after this
4: episode. I don't
2: think.
3: Yeah, it's not. It's not mentioned ever again after this.
2: And also, I mean, granted, we'd say later on the episode with Carmen or uh, for additional backup, calling all cars, calling all cars, or be all outside. There was only like one cop, so like,
1: who's the dispatcher? Like.
2: <laughs> yeah, who's the dispatcher? Who are the units? Where's is... I mean, it takes a while before we get introduced to Ace. But like <laughs> it's just weird that we have not we don't, like Officer Barbary held down this podunk town for so long.
3: Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was going to bring up another question. Is where does the other police force come from? Like the detectives? Have they been there this whole
2: time or that's a good question like have i don't think they come did it really start coming on i feel like they don't come on until the nice stuff like the nice nice yeah i i think it's at
4: least season 10 before they really start showing up
2: so after that then the mayor gets confronted by the media they're asking her what she's gonna do and the uh, assistants come up with the idea, which had a more prominent role in this episode, mind you. They started off with, uh, yeah, he's going to go back to school. So happy Gilmore style is what I got from this. Uh, he's going to go back and I tie my shoes white and I tie my shoes white and I hope I don't get into a fight.
3: Like, <laughs> wasn't that
4: yeah. Billy
1: Madison? Oh,
2: oh Billy yeah. Madison. I'm sorry. It yeah. wasn't Adam Sandler. You're yeah. right. Though. It was Billy Madison. Uh, Uh, yeah good that's what i got the vibe i got he had to go back to school so he can get back his job (laughs) so that he (laughs) they put him in the reading school i'm gonna jump here to the reading school now because while that's going on like you know the chicken lover is you know he i think he struck he strikes again right and they he still can't read it so, like, yep. that's what happens. He strikes again. They still can't read it. What are you going to do? We're going to send Barb Brady back to school. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like
4: Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus album. The King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also. Old Man Metals Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. Watch a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. ex Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like podcast and the Laughcast. So check out RatsalReview.com or search Ratsound Review on YouTube,
2: Podbean, and iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. So he goes back to school now. Mr. Garrison, okay, <laughs> takes 100% joy and throw it into the fact that Barbara's <laughs> face that he's a fucking cron.
3: Wrong, dumbass.
2: I used to be my headstone for the longest
3: time.
4: The The sentence he gives him at first is just the best ever, though. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey has huge knockers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Oprah Winfrey. Uh, huge knockers. That's right. And then he tries to give him a simpler one that's like, the hat is red. And like, ah, oh, you oh. dumbass.
4: <laughs> did you hear that, Mr. Hat? I sure did, Mr. Garrison. What a retard.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> and of course... <laughs> I need to go poopy. <laughs> Officer Bar- Brady, in school we go to the bathroom before and after class. Ah, oh, Christ. How do you kids do it?
2: Right. How do you kids do it? He's all laughing at it. Garrison's like, making fun of He him. He has Stan or he asked the kids, do you guys really learn like this? And Stan's like, yeah, not really. We just kind of fake it until he leaves us alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which kind of makes sense later with Cartman when he fakes his book report. Uh, but <laughs> Are you ready? No? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, as I'm before, prepared. Uh, right. Uh, uh, before we get there, though, they're outside. Like, Officer Barb Brady's like having a good time on like the Jungle Gym. School day, school day. We ran rosy. whatever he's singing. <laughs> I think
4: I'm wings after, swing set. Cool.
2: Swing set, swing set. <laughs> so, he's on the swings. And all, then the mayor shows up after both the kids are like, I think officer Barb ready really enjoys being a kid and they show up and they threaten him, like, Hey, you got to read this faster. They try to get him to read it. He's like, I can't read that. That's silent. Easy. And they're like, you better figure it out. As they're walking away, one of the staff members, the assistant aides. You have to learn to read faster, Barb Brady. I'm doing the best I can. I even got an A on my book
0: report. Listen, buddy, either you learn to read quick or else I'm going to find a law officer to replace
2: you forever. Hey, what'd you do that for? Uh, just dramatic effect. Sorry. Pops the ball <laughs> the guy's like, hey, why'd you do that? He's like, I don't know. I'm sorry. That was for dramatic effect. No, no.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dramatic effect.
2: <laughs> like he only apologizes to his, the other aide, not to the kids. He's like, I'm sorry. I did that for dramatic
1: effect.
2: <laughs> One of the aides has a conscious enough to like, yo, what are you doing? Like, right? you popping that kid's ball. Like, oh, fucked up, dude oh so yeah um good stuff going on there now ultimately at this point in the episode they're as they're in the backyard they come to the conclusion that officer bar brady cannot be in both places at once he can't learn how to go to school and he can't take over and be an officer and be a man of the law and be everywhere in the town so under article whatever it was of the city charter, he's allowed to deputize and decides to deputize the boys. Interestingly enough, even though Kenny does get deputized, I believe, he doesn't really use his at the right time. Uh, <laughs> but nope. Cartman. Uh, let's just say that we get one of – yeah. <laughs> We get one of <laughs> Cartman's – I'm an idiot need to a
3: Cold classic. Get please. I'm a please. a Get
4: a a
2: Get
3: He <laughs> knocks
2: on... I, I can't wait to... I gotta say it now. When he knocks on Kenny's door,
1: and he's already... Get out Give the Get <laughs>
2: oh my god okay yeah Cartman becomes an icon in this fucking episode like there was a couple good episodes we've talked about you know starts off with Cartman gets an anal probe in the first season and he's got his highs and lows but this one cements him as a cult classic character just from respect my summertime which gets introduced in this episode itself. So Barb Brady deputizes. He promotes the boys to deputies to help him in his task. Before that though they are they're actually back in the classroom and they do the, like the book report as we kind of mentioned um, Cartman, like, he gets asked, he's like, PJ don't pick me, He's like, maybe you should pick cat. maybe you should pick cart, I understand. And then he, and Garrison's like, I want to pick you. Are you know, calls on Cartman. Cartman comes up, he's like, I read The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. Have you read that book, Mr. Garrison? Have you read it, Mr. Garrison? No, I can't say that I have. Oh, good. In The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe, a bunch of um, hippies walk around and paint stuff. They eat lunch, and then they find a magical camel which they have to eat to stay alive and that's pretty much it I give it a B minus
4: and I give you an F Eric now sit down I can't say that I have Eric so uh,
2: so it's about these hippies (laughs) so it goes on this crazy story about hippies walking through the forest like looking art or something like that no um, they
4: had a magical camel that they had to eat to survive (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> all in all, I give it an A-. And i give you an F. Now sit down. God damn it. God damn it.
2: And then, like, Officer Barb Brady... He, he I just knocked over my mic shit so I apologize but Officer Barb Brady has like the stupidest story. It's like Go Dog Go or whatever it is. <laughs> the
4: heartwarming
2: novel. Go Dog
3: Go. <laughs> he starts to read it and like it's like maybe three sentences in and he goes "But well, I don't want to spoil it for you." <laughs>
4: But it has some great twists and turns (laughs) that parallel my own life.
2: Ian, are you on mute? Ian, you're on mute. I can't hear you. Yep, he's on mute. Oh, shit. (laughs) This is the
0: riveting tale of a disturbing look into a dog's life.
2: The canine psyche. Oh man. Oh it's great. Uh, Garrison gives him an A. <laughs> his, like, but there was there was a, a prime example there. Cartman like basically trying to fake it, if you will. But he didn't even like at least read the back cover or like trying to find, go to the last chapter and read the book. Find out what happens to conclusion. Like that's how you could get over, like on like if you ever wanted to like. If there, no kids should be listening to this podcast ever. But if you're a horrible parent, and you let your kissing kid listen to this. Bravo to you. Uh, if you need to do a book report, kid, all you've got to do is you need to read the about the book in the front and in the back. Read the about the author, okay, and then read the first chapter. Read uh, the like first page and the second page of like the second and third chapters. Then go halfway to the book. Read that part. Read that chapter. And then go to the end and just read the last chapter. And I guarantee you, you could fake your way through a book report with that. Matt's foolproof plan on how to get through a book report. Because at that point, you're getting the four main things that that create a story. You're getting the, uh, the intro. You're getting the conflict. You're getting the climax. And you're getting the resolution. So, like, you get all four of that right there. You can get through any book report, guys. I'm just telling you.
1: Bam. That is correct.
2: You didn't have cliff notes back in the day. You had to come up with ideas. It's
1: true.
2: like Or if you did have cliff notes, you had to pay for it. Like I remember when I first got into college and like the Facebook was closed, like only to, you know, like college students at the time. And like I was like, oh, I'm going to try to get some cliff notes for this class. So I don't have to read this book. And it was like, you can get cliff notes for $9.99 a month. And I was like, fuck that. Like, I'll just read the book. <laughs>
4: Went to the library and
2: xeroxed that shit. <laughs> so there you I wasn't, go. Wasn't gonna do I that. Know. I wasn't gonna do that. I was too lazy for that. <laughs> at that point, everybody was playing World of Warcraft, and I was just trying to fucking get homework done in general. Like, my fucking roommate would be up all night playing World of Warcraft. Here I am fucking working like overnight at my job, and then like coming home and doing homework, and he's still fucking up playing World of Warcraft and shit. It's like I'm just like, damn. People were like insane into that game, like addicted to it, like it was fucking heroin or something. Matt, bathroom, bathroom. <laughs> Never did that shit.
3: Oh, that's a big boy, huh? What do we do now? What do you mean? What do we do? Now we play the game. <laughs> hey, yeah.
2: go ahead, go ahead and put up art, Whatever he says. <laughs> um. All right. So from there on, and back to the episode, Cartman put now been deputized. So now. He becomes the center of attention on the show. Caps. So like he's driving around the town. Yeah, this big guy would try to tie, man. And then like all of a sudden, uh Randy's uh speeds by him or going to the speed limit as we find out because Cartman pulls him over and he goes, Sir, you know how fast we're going, the speed limit, the speed limit is 40 miles per hour. He's like uh 40 miles per hour. <laughs> <And> he's like, shit, <laughs> you yeah, we need to step out of the car. And he's like, "Wait a minute! Aren't you my friend's? Aren't you my son's friend?" <laughs> so he steps out of the car. and He's like, "Yeah, you are. A, you're that little fat kid who always clogs up my toilets." <laughs> <laughs> I'm an officer of law,
1: and you, will, rest- I know, and you
2: will respect my authority. And then he like, like all of a sudden, just starts hitting his kneecaps. <laughs> With the nightstick and screaming (laughs) at Randy, get your ass to
1: jail. (laughs) (laughs)
2: And he's like, he's like having like a a sexual orgasm. It's like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) this is sweet. He's like beating him off, if you will, with the nightstick. Oh man Hooray,
0: night sticks for everyone. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh I know I, I've had my brush ups with the law, but I've never been beaten down by any law enforcement. Have either of you gentlemen been procured in a uh aggressive manner by a law officer? Never aggressive. Never, never aggressive. Greg, I know you probably you seem like you might be a yeah. More-
1: uh, i been going around. Fuck
2: <laughs> well, you raise the system
1: kind of guy?
4: Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they're already beating you down for being drunk in public, it's probably not a good idea to make a joke about uh somebody that recently got shot on the squad.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> probably a not a very good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: yeah no. Now, never quite got hit with a nightstick, but let me tell you something. Them padded gloves they put on, there's metal on the insides of them. <laughs> I'd rather be hit with fists.
2: Uh, so uh, now, you know, Cartman's still patrolling the town. He's like, you know, pulling out more people over. Hey, you're just dead. But this is like my one of my favorite parts of this whole episode. Okay. So <laughs> sometimes you gotta go undercover.
4: <laughs> Standing there like this.
2: Sometimes you have to go undercover to get the worst of them.
0: Hi there, little lady.
2: Well, hi there. Uh, wh- what are you doing tonight?
0: <laughs> well, hopefully spending some time with you, gorgeous. Is $20 enough? Step out of the car, please. What? oh uh, is this a bust? Yeah. It's Hey, wait a minute. You're just a kid. Maybe this will teach you to listen to a Ow! 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 Hey, man, what are you doing? Ow, stop it!
2: <laughs> He's standing there! <laughs> With a regular outfit on just a pink skirt. Like, that's all that she's wearing. And some guy just goes, Hey baby. How are you doing tonight? And yeah, and yeah, and yeah.
1: And yeah.
3: It's like you can totally tell it's a cop little kid in a cop uniform with a tutu on.
2: Well I'm like Come I, on. my night'll be better with you.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: hopefully spending a little time with you sweetheart <laughs>
2: and then like in this case scenario this guy was an idiot but good thing for Cartman he didn't have to take it all all the way and stretch uh, in this case he he only had to please like, buddy you're going down No, in this case he only had to wait for the guy to just say Would $20 do it and he's like shit shit baby okay and he, like, flashes his badge. Shit. I mean, you just a bit a kid. Is this a puss? Hey, you're just a kid. <laughs> and then he starts beating him down with a nine-stick, too. In
4: the kneecaps.
2: In the kneecaps. In the kneecaps. Then, let's just we're on this stuff to talking about Cartman. Then Cartman moves on to uh, a very historic address. In South Park history, six three five Avenue de los Mexicanos, uh, where a Kenny family, Kenny poor. And apparently he's got at this point in time, Kenny's got family, he's got he ten people are living in his house, Scoop. Ten people.
4: <laughs> Including some guy Bob he met he last, met last year. year.
2: Yeah. His Ian,
3: uncle too, right?
2: Ian, you come from a big family. Did you ever how many people were well, the most people you've ever had living in your house? Seven, maybe eight or nine when grandma came for the whole month at one time. Seven. Seven. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do. I have uh, just me and my sister. Eight. Eight. See, I knew it. Me and my sister, but that was like probably just like visiting. It wasn't like permanent, right? Yeah, you know uh, I mean? my
3: sister stayed for like a summer.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's different. That doesn't count as living. That's vacationing with your family members and shit like that. Yeah, you know, these were like you know Bob didn't live in there for a fucking year, Ian. You know
1: what
4: I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> all he probably did was help him jump his truck or something.
1: Right? Hey, uh,
2: I can help you. Uh, yeah, you want to come back to my house for a beer and. uh some meth, <laughs> oatmeal maybe. Maybe make oatmeal Yeah, all right. And all of a sudden, Bob's there. He's part of the meth house. That's a good point. That's a good call. Uh, this early on in the episode, while they don't really show it, they're fucking meth heads or
1: crackheads. Mm-hmm. They are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think
4: that. I think they were crackheads at this point yeah so i honestly i think they changed it to meth in the later seasons just because it's more topical
2: now right right so after all that's going on barb brady is now with stan and kyle and kenny as they're all investigating these different clues from timid the taxidermist and (laughs) Bumbly <laughs> or something whatever was like
4: Bumbly Wumbly in the Spotted Spacecraft. The
2: spotted space.
4: That's a magical book with plenty of, ah, oh, just give me the damn book, fruitcake.
3: Gee, <laughs> <laughs> is Reedy going to turn us into something like him? Or is he going to make us like him? <laughs>
2: <laughs> damn, what oh. yeah, it's, he's following these clues and you know they're they're going around a different way and, and as he's doing this each time there's like a, a at one point like there's some chickens in a small little chicken coop a little barn and then like it's the, <laughs> it's the chicken lover with like a regular like uh tray boys said what are nice chickens like you doing in a coop like this
1: hello little chicken <laughs> <laughs>
4: What a nest chicken's like you doing it like
1: this.
4: (laughs) Someone broke it and had sex with Carla Weathers, prized chicken. She's catatonic. Carla Weathers or the chicken?
1: (laughs)
2: Jesus Christ. He's just fucking chickens weird <laughs> Little fucking weird though like that's just a weird promise to fuck chicken i still haven't figured out maybe we will by the end of the episode why they chose the chicken fuck but so after that well, eventually this kind of all comes to a head as we've got uh, Barb brady following the clues and as he's following the clues along uh, he eventually uh, gets to a point where he doesn't want to read anymore. He, you know, he starts to give up. And the boys are all like, they're in the library. They're all like trying to like, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? I guess I'm looking for. They're all um, trying to... inspire. Yeah, inspire. <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to inspire him, get him off his feet. You can do it, Barbara. So Barbara Brady finally is able to break down the last clue: the petting zoo. So, they go to the petting zoo. Now they're waiting. They're waiting for this this chicken fucker. And back at the McCormick's house, Cartman has showed up at the Delos Mexicanos, as there's a domestic disturbance with the meth heads, and he starts beating them up, as Kenny and his brother in the background are laughing.
4: (laughs) Cartman's best line in the whole episode, outside of authority.
2: Poor people tend to live in clusters. What? Yeah,
4: poor people tend to live in clusters. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say?
2: (laughs) My favorite line from this episode came right before that with the prostitution. Yeah, sometimes upholding the law is messy, but you get by one day at a time. Sometimes upholding the law is messy, but you get by one day at a time.
4: (laughs) And instead of cops, it comes up
2: cartman <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> well i think that's how they do it in cops though too like when they're done i think like with the, c- the scene yeah. they just the, the of the name they don't do the actual uh end of the show until the, the the logo uh okay so after like we mentioned now cartman gets a uh something on the radio all units all units report to the petting zoo so he gets to the petting zoo everyone's now there barbara the boys while all this is going on kenny doesn't die from different scenarios from a plane i think crashed on him or something like that Yes, comes, comes
4: right down out of the sky runs into him directly oh my god they killed and he steps outside of it god damn it
1: <laughs> all Right. Guys, I'm okay.
2: right? Uh, so Kenny uh, does not die uh, in this episode early on. You know, he's just evading all, all these deaths. And so now they're all there. Uh, even Barb Ritty shoots him here at one point by accident. And Kenny's like, oh, no, that's what we mentioned. Oh, no, it was only my jacket. So he doesn't get hit and die here. However, the chicken lover is in the bushes fucking a chicken. They jump into the bushes. Or let me, Barbary does stops and pulls out as you mentioned the Richard Nixon. I got you.
1: I knew it was all along, Nixon. Uh,
2: I think that's a
4: mask, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also, right before that, when Barbary's talking to the kids about it, somebody's gonna have sex with this chicken any minute, and the chicken puts its wing up and goes,
2: "Ooh." <laughs> 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 the chicken's waiting to take it. Yeah. <laughs> so after he reveals it to be the chicken lover, the chicken lover's all like fucking proud and shit. How did you know I was here? Well, I read the, the whatever it was, the pet. The, uh,
4: the taxidermist.
2: Right. Timmy goes to the taxidermist. Then my pen worked. All because of the windows of reading. What? of reading. You see? Don't you see? <laughs> I should have to do that. Officer because could learn how to read. Then, <laughs> <laughs> yes,
4: yes, don't you see? Don't you Only by fucking chickens could I give him the
2: confidence Well, prove so I was going to say, stand and confirm. Stanford says, So you f- a bunch of chickens? Yes, yes, exactly. Don't you see? Only by f- chickens could I get Officer Barberty to become literate. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, dude. So you f- a bunch of chickens? <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he goes, So, yes, only my fucking <laughs> chickens can I show up to Barbara. The wind is a reading. I had to get his attention. <laughs> the thing was, they were going there. I think if Cartman hadn't showed up, they would have let this fucking chicken lover, lover go because, like, he let him go and he's like, Don't you see? I, I, don't you love reading? <laughs> and Barbara is kind of agreeing with him, like, Yeah, you, you, yeah you're right. So, Cartman rolls up and he starts hitting him with the nightstick and he's like in the kneecaps and he's like no no you don't do that you gotta hit him over the head knock him out (laughs) go down quicker go down quicker so he knocks him out they conclude that Cartman is not ready to be a full time police officer for now and Barb Brady is like they're like what are you gonna do tonight? and he's like I'm going to go home. Oh, no, first, because the chicken lover's is like, you've graduated to, uh, uh, what is it, the struggles or whatever. So Atlas Shrugged Atlas- by Anne Rand. Uh, Anne And they're like, all right, Bob. Ray- well, Barb Brady, what are you going to go do today? He's like, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to read. I'm to take a hot bath and read a good book. And they're all just like looking at him. Like as like Robert T. Pooner comes up on screen, it says "created by Robert T. Pooner." <laughs> uh, then we go cut now to I believe it was a parade, right? Now, yep, at, yeah, at the parade, yep. Jesus is driving the pickup truck. I don't know if you noticed that. See Scoop, you've been off and quiet. you notice anything there? I'm
3: I'm looking up what Atlas Shrugged was about, and uh, apparently it's about a
4: totalitarian society i believe
3: yeah where basically what i'm this is how i'm going to interpret it is if like uh heroes basically gave up regular people and only protected rich i don't know like the the higher up people
2: i don't know am i about to read a new book I don't know, dude, this book looks nuts um, I, I,
4: I, I agree with Bar Brady, you you don't need to read Ayn Rand if, <laughs> because if, you
1: want the shit.
4: if you want the summary of it, just listen to Rush's
2: 2112 and read the lyrics
4: to that in Hemispheres and you'll get the basic gist
2: okay, well as uh, Bar, as Scoopaloo there. Uh Officer Barbary. He's at the parade, and he's the, you know, they ask for a speech. And the conclusion basically of his speeches is he learns that he fucking he he hates reading. He's like, I read this whole book cover to cover, front to back, and his book sucked. <laughs> 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 because this piece
0: of shit I'm never reading again.
2: <laughs> because of this
0: piece of shit, I'll never read again.
2: And they're like, Yeah, they're like, Cheers for Barb <laughs> Stan's like, Yeah, dude, I'm so glad we figured out that reading really sucks. Cartman's like, That's what I've been saying the whole time. <laughs> Which is that callback to the beginning, his first line out of the episode, Reading sucks ass. Uh, so, you know, Cartman's point was proven. And then the episode ends like it does the whole Robert T. Pooner 80s style thing or 70s, 80s. And then, like, in like, a slow motion one clip, uh, a tree just falls on Kenny he dies. <laughs> I yep. Know, hilarious. Um, okay. So before we end this episode, I want to talk about this, you know, this freeze ending stuff. So about 20 minutes before we started the recording of this, I, I was trying to decipher if this was an original track. And by all accounts, from what I can find out, it is an original South Park Mountain Stone treated, created music for them, right? However,. Mm-hmm. I was able to find some similarities with the styles from the 70s and 60s, if you will. Most specifically, it sounds very resemblance to Charlie's Angels. So if you go back and listen to that intro theme from the 1976 or what on on, the early Charlie's Angels, very similar style. Uh, But you can also hear other things like these. uh, What's the story of the police? Uh, I also heard stories from San Francisco. Like I did some research. Like I was trying to find this song, but I think it was original, probably created by Primus, who I know they worked with on and off. Like throughout, who does a lot of their original scores for the show. So,
4: um, it it does remind me a little bit of uh, the 18 theme too.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See, the thing, the reason why I was yeah. saying like uh, Charlie's Angels here, I'll pull it up here because I've probably got them all in my history of uh, YouTube of before I came on the air. Hopefully, this doesn't break. Oh, you know what? I can't because I'm on. No, wait. Let me turn off my uh, <laughs> my Wi-Fi here. Oh, yeah. and
4: speaking of songs, I might as well mention it now. On the DVD and VHS release of this episode, which okay. um, I believe was also packaged with. Ike's Wee Wee, because that was the one before this. Another great episode. Um, Matt and Trey do like intros and outros for each episode. And when I first watch it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. They're going to l- give a little background. But no, it's just totally ridiculous and hilarious. And at the beginning of Chicken Lover, they are entertaining at an old folks' home in very nice Argyle sweatshirts with a. Uh, acoustic guitar as Matt uh, screams along in a death metal voice (laughs) and most of what he says is actually nonsense but I think that might actually be the first time he goes
1: live a lie
4: like that because Timmy wasn't a character yet at that point so um, I always thought that was neat but as they're going along doing their acoustic death metal song they stop and they Give the intro, and this old man's like, I want to get up. I got to leave. I got things to do. Well, that's Trey right, because threaten at- <laughs> threatens with a ninja star. You stand right now, old man. Or I'll throw a ninja star right in your forehead. He goes <laughs> to say something else. Ninja star, old man. And then they say, oh, enjoy, chicken lover, and start playing the song again. Comes back to the end. They finish it. The old man gets up to leave again. And sure enough, leave, not believe, but uh, sure enough, Trey kills him with a ninja star.
2: yeah we had planned in the future to maybe do a full-on like dvd commentary because they only did those skits for so long i believe it was like just like the first two through four seasons there was only like two or three seasons they did this but and then eventually like they still do commentary i know it's something they don't like to do because i have like the first 10 to 14 seasons somewhere i think in my storage somewhere and like like, as you're listening to it, they're like, we fucking hate doing these commentary things. So they just fucking have fun and get high and, like, just talk about the episode. Like, are, really like, 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 like by the end of the DVD commentary, when you're watching the thing, they're like, are we done? Is this done? All right, cool. Turn the thing off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, like, one of the interesting ones I found was when they talk about some of their band episodes. Like, especially when they talk about um, the episode two hundred and two hundred and one. and 201. And they are like, yeah, we were pretty fucking pissed. Because we were like, dude, fuck these people. Like, (laughs) I don't fucking care. Uh, So here's the Charlie's Angels theme song to reference the episode again. Oh, well, that's a fucking Domino's ad. Fuck you, you're not paying me to run your shit. All right, so this is the Charlie's Angels theme song, which I think is kind of similar. Right? It's very, very similar. So, like, I think it's, like, a cross between the Charlie's Angels theme song and, like, if you listen to – here's the streets of San Francisco. It's, like, a, it's like a nice cross. Each yeah. <laughs> it's, like, if you took that. And then mashed it with the Charlie's Angels one almost. Like, I feel like you'd kind of come up with that. But then, like, there's one more. There's a really good one because this is just a funky band. Like, if you just look up Jerry Goldsmith and just listen to, like, some of his, the music he made, the original scores for uh, Police Story.
1: <laughs> Wait, I have on. to
4: find this Robert T. Pooner guy.
2: And hey, this is Jerry Goldsmith. This guy is fucking good. I've been listening to his shit now just because of this. I was like, Oh, this is crunchy. So that was the completion yeah. episode of South park guys. So let's, let's wrap up here as we get toward the end uh, here on our Easter Sunday. Cause I he- got to go be a daddy. Uh, so let's talk about the, as I mentioned, the public reception. So originally Cartman was supposed to receive a gun during his stint. <laughs> as a deputy police officer, but Comedy Central censors were reluctant to show a child with a firearm in the capacity versus like humans, whereas they were allowing the, they allowed him to do it in Volcano when they were shooting at animals. Mm. Um, however, as you guys mentioned, this uh, titled this episode and you know censored uh, Chicken Fucker was the original name, uh, but it was changed as Comedy Central did not want profane wording in any of its titles. Um, we also talked about these,
3: right? The more we go through this, the more I'm learning that Comedy Central is just a big fucking pussy. Which
4: is oh, weird. Oh, i sorry.
2: I thought this was America.
3: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America.
2: <laughs> Which is weird because like, I feel like they're, I mean, they're owned by Penn and Teller, right? Or at least Penn. He, he's the majority owner of Comedy Central. He's a magician. He's a comedian. But yeah, I think he's very liberal right here. Uh, so, so maybe yeah, that's why. Maybe that's why. Uh, so now, the, this is the as we mentioned, this was the first episode that introduced "Respect My Authority," uh, which has been you know referenced in a couple other episodes in the later years. And when Cartman does it, "You Pop Respect My Authority," you're like, "Yeah, he said it." <laughs>
1: um,
2: it was like in the last season's episode, and me and Ian talked about this when it happened. When and I've talked about it probably in the last year in the last seasons reviews when we're doing it it's probably one of my biggest moments as far as a South Park fan was the last episode in season 23 in that episode uh, the season where Stan starts his band Um, And they do the finger bang recreation too. I popped so hard for so many things in that episode. I popped hard for the fact that they explained why Butters wasn't the drummer in this band. I popped (laughs) hard for the finger bang shit. It was so good. Like I was literally laying down and I jumped out of my bed when finger bang came on. And I was like, holy fuck, they're doing it. Like, I love you. Like, I fucking love you. So... Anyway, not to get off on a, a tangent, they do a lot. They do a very good job of setting these little breadcrumbs here and then bringing it back around later. And this was the very first one, uh, I think, that kind of really caught on. Um, and, you know, Mr. Hankey, the Christmas Poo, was a big one as well. We mentioned that Barb Brady, you know, uh, er, you know, basically kind of got some character depth in this episode. They kind of gave him a working arc as a, a storyline, a character. He had to learn how to read. And he's also the purveyor of power in this episode. Without Barb Brady, everything goes to shit.
4: Very quickly, too. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Very quickly, indeed. Uh, So after that, then the uh, let's we get on to the last thing here. Some of the uh, underlying tones of the episode, as we mentioned, the abuse of power. As Cartman, as you notice in the beginning, with Officer Barb Brady, and he threatens the town with violence. Then you've got Cartman now, who becomes a deputy, and he's utilizing his newfound authority to beat people up with his nightstick, and kind of using this way to incite others to act. Is the whole overarching art fear and violence, whether it's through you know trying to terrorize people through law. Or trying to sexually fuck a chicken so you can get somebody else to act upon their own best interest to, to better themselves in some sycophantic style of way? What do you guys think, Scoop? Huh. You don't got nothing for me? Not about that. I don't... You don't think there's any uh, – you, there, you don't have any thoughts on using fear as a way to incite others to act? Um, we don't kind of see the parallels, maybe what's going on right now in our day to day life, yeah. as we're locked down. <laughs> okay. Well, no. All right.
4: I think it's a very good comment on society, though, and the fact that that's this the go to to try okay. to teach anybody anything.
3: Right. And the fact that this was made in what, 98 and we can correlate to it right now. Yeah,
4: God, I miss the days when our biggest problem was somebody that got a blowjob in the Oval Office.
3: Right, (laughs) right, Jesus.
2: Right, what happened to trickle down? Trickle down economics. Right, Reagan wins. Reagan smash.
4: (laughs) I got some jelly beans here.
2: Tear down that wall, Mister Gorbachev. Uh, so yeah, what happened to our great presidents and great lineage? Nothing. Back in the day, when we when when the computers first just started, it was just kind of like, oh okay, I'll use that, but whatever. I'm gonna go play my 64. Or I'm gonna go to my friend's house, or we're gonna go outside and hang out. Now kids are just glued to their phones and shit, and they're just like hanging out in rooms but texting each other.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: that's <laughs>
1: still
4: one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. They don't. One word to each other, they just sit there and text back and forth.
3: I don't get it. One will look up, it's oh my logical, god, I know,
4: Captain. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> yeah, is that again?
3: Like you see a group of people sitting around at all on their phones, and all of a sudden, one will look up and go, oh my god,
2: I know, and then look back down at their phone. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I guess I need to get out more. Um, I, I I'm work i work overnight by myself so
1: like
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not working i just go home and then like this quarantine thing started and everyone's like i'm like i've been preparing like i'm i'm ready to go like i'm i'm pretty chilling like this is my day-to-day life anyway so am i allowed to go to the store yeah can i go buy weed yeah all right, well, I'll be fine like As long
3: as I can get weed and groceries. I guess I'll just buy
2: my Wii instead of supporting my local game store and buying used games and carts. I'll just I just downloaded every SNES game on my Wii. So you know, whatever. It was only five gigs. Uh, <laughs> fuck it right i have 128 gig sd card fuck
4: no it's it's just insane that only takes up five gigs but i used to have totes of the fucking cartridges in my basement and i didn't even have them all
2: (laughs) and that's including japanese uh pal uh france and usa because like you don't wow I mean, bas- like, w- this website, I can send it to you if you want. I can send it to both of you. It's like an Internet Archive website. It goes all the way up, basically cartridges only, like, all early carts, all the way up to 64. And then after that, it doesn't have any other games. So I'm like, okay, maybe there's, like, some sort of eminent domain at that point because they're so old. And as long as you're not reproducing or reselling them, then you're allowed to, like, enjoy for your own usage at that point because it's been 20, 30 years for some of these fucking Right. right? Obviously, Nintendo is still selling it. You can't resell it and shit without their official license and approval. But you can't really stop people at this point. There's been so many things made. But anyway, it's a zip file. So you download it, and the zip file is 2.9 compressed. And then, like, you unzip it, and you look in it. And then, like, rather than unzipping it, though, I just unzipped everything onto the SD card. I was like, fuck that. I'm not gonna go through all this shit. Unzip it all. Like so, like, and I get the I put the SD card in the Wii and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh shit, I've got like five variations of Mega Man X. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Like I got, like, every Dragon Ball Z fam- Super, Famicom, <laughs> Super Famicom version and shit on there. I don't know what they're saying, but I can move around fucking with Kakarot, so that's... Pay, pay, <laughs> that'd pay, that'd pretty pay, that's
1: pretty sweet.
2: Speaking of pretty sweet. Ian, let's talk about our top moments. Alright, let's talk about... Go ahead. What's your, what your top moments in this episode?
3: So, my number one... This took me a little bit, but my number one was the Calling All Units. When Officer Barberady's sitting there and all of a sudden we get, Calling all units! Calling all units! It's like, what other units? It's just Officer Barbary. You lost Officer Barberady, the whole town went into complete chaos. So are you saying that there's more cops and Officer is the only one that does anything? Or, I don't know, because I thought that was just hilarious. Because we just went through this whole thing where we find out Officer is basically the only officer... So we have a dispatcher and then we have units.
4: <laughs> well, the dispatcher doesn't make a lot of sense, but I could see them saying all units because you do have Cartman who is deputized through okay. his big wheel now. And Barbara
2: ah. ah there it is. Okay. Yeah, but doesn't do they say calling all units early on the episode, or was that just him saying, Barbrady, your wife wants needs to pick up some pizza? <laughs>
4: Yeah, I think he just says something about picking up pizza, but I don't right. remember.
2: Gotcha. All right, that's a good. That's a good uh, point, though. Uh, what was uh, so Greg? You had here as your first uh, favorite moment: Cartman responding to Stick sermons at Kenny's house and saying, "Poor people tend to live in clusters.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's just perfect. I mean, like an episode of Jerry Springer.
1: <laughs>
2: and speaking of that, my first one was Cartman's getting a tingly feeling um Ian what was your second top like moment you liked
3: well Brady's ending speech talking about how he read Atlas Shrugged and because of this piece of shit I'm never
0: reading again
2: (laughs) uh I would it sounds like this book is bad uh people have been telling me to go finally watch V for Vendetta a movie I have yet to see still to this day I made, like, some sort of, like, dumb pack when you're in school with somebody. Because we had just got done reading 1984. And at that point, when you're a high school kid, you're like, I don't want to fucking read 1984. And then V for Vendetta came out. And it was like, oh, this movie's based on the book. And we were like, fuck that. I don't want to see this movie. (laughs) And then me and my friend were like, how about we make a pack never see this movie? Agreed. So, like, I still have never seen that movie, like, I don't know, I guess 14, 16 years later. So, but now that we're kind of getting toward the end of the world, maybe I need to see it. Uh, my second favorite moment in this episode was Cartman dressing up as a prostitute. <laughs>
4: <laughs> for good time, sir. step <laughs> out of camp, please <laughs> step
2: out back step Great. Greg, your second uh moment you put here was kenny not dying until the very end oh my god they killed kenny oh wait god damn it <laughs> yeah.
4: i just love those lines and the build-up oh my
2: god they ki- oh never mind <laughs> <laughs> Oh god damn right because they uh multiple times have this episode they made you think kenny was gonna die and he did not so this was one of the i think the one of the Second or maybe second or third times where they played with your charm about like almost him dying because there was a couple other episodes like in the America's Funniest Home Videos they kind of teased it where first he gets he gets run around with the R the RC car oh no guys I'm okay and then boom the train hits him (laughs) they've been playing these jokes and games where like he almost dies but then he really dies this episode they played the whole episode until right till the very end and then just a little paper mache tree falls on him. Uh Ian, what was your third moment, sir? Alright,
3: so my third moment is, is just like a it, it's you can consider it kind of like a bunch of moments. It's Cartman cop. Everything about it, it's basically like almost an episode within an episode, in my opinion. Because it's just almost like you can kind of separate it and keep playing along, you know, like this parody on a cops episode with Cartman Cop. Really it it's it's fit I mean it's stupid, say yeah, say step out, okay.
2: Yeah, I think you could definitely, if they had really wanted to, at the height of this episode, maybe they could have like made a like a spinoff short series right. with just Cartman just being a <laughs> cop. You you yeah, yeah, yes. copies. I almost want like now a mobile version of Cops and Robbers as with South Park. And you just have like Cartman leading a fleet of teams. Um, so my next moment here was the Billy Madison of Barb Brady going back to school. Just a stupid idiotic hanging out in the, the like like a fourth grade classroom or third grade, I'm sorry, learning how to read. Like he didn't get like a private tutor or something like that. Nobody just why did he have to go back to school like an idiot and like learn how to read this? One. I don't know. It, that one was it just was hilarious and it made me laugh um, for your oh, thir- yeah. for your third moment. You put Oprah Winfrey has huge knockers as a sentence <laughs> and Garrison mocking Barbrain overall. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's one of the best parts of the episode. Just Garrison <laughs> in class and then. You, you know, I love how rich the background stuff was at this point, too. Like, the special report on the chicken fucker is called Plot.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, a good, that's a good point. Uh, okay, so then the next uh, one here, Ian, you're out, buddy.
3: Barb Brady's riveting book report on <laughs> Go Dog Go. My book report was on... The riveting tale and the disturbing
0: look and the go- daily life of a dog and dog psyche in Go, Dog, Go. Ben, dog, dog. little dog. Sorry. Not to give out any spoilers.
2: <laughs> <sighs> yes, uh, Officer Barb Brady in this part of the episode uh, was very riveting as a character. He, he's just so innocent and dumb. That he's just, he doesn't even understand that he's comical.
3: Right. This is the best character development we get into Bart Brady, and I, it's pretty much the only.
2: Well, uh, right for right now, we don't get it till later seasons. Uh, you know, because he reads that heartwarming, a red dog, because how he, <laughs> big dog, little dog, a red dog on a.
0: Well, anyway, I'm not one to give away the ending. But I will say that it smiles is an incredible twist turn that parallels my whole life.
1: <laughs> twist is a parallel my whole life.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, my next one was the title of the romance novels. I really like this. Sabrina Unchained. <laughs> the Adrian Encounter.
1: The Adrian yeah. encounter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Adrian, that's the one Carmen was holding too. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> why you can get to take these. And uh, bound to love. And that's the one Kenny uh, was reading. This one has a bunch of vaginas and penises. <laughs> um. You let you put for your fourth thing, uh, Greg, that the episode started between Garrison and Carmen. You like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need
4: to go over that again. We talked about it plenty of times.
2: <laughs> uh, so that was the end of Ian's. Uh, I had one more here, and that was just uh, my the line, my favorite line in the whole episode. Sometimes upholding the law is messy, but you get mad when you when it is time. <laughs> uh yeah and then uh, you, uh last thing here which i'll put is because we've mentioned a couple of things you put uh i knew it was you all along richard nixon
4: <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> he sounds so authoritative <laughs> and sure when he says that i knew it was you all along richard nixon <laughs> i knew it was
0: you all along richard nixon
2: Maybe Barb Brady was really scorned in his past previous life, or his family was by Richard Nixon or something. I don't.
4: I don't know. His wife was the secretary during Watergate, or no? <laughs> it would have had to have been his, his mom, mom, I guess. Right? His yeah. mom,
2: and grandmother, or something was a secretary to Richard Nixon and Watergate because that's she erased that
4: erased the eighteen minutes.
2: <laughs> we, should, we should definitely dive deep into that. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, going to, as we conclude this episode of Suck My Balls, number 18. Uh, Ian, does Yo. this make scoops? Top 20!
3: It sure does. It's number five!
2: <laughs> number five?
3: This is wow. number
2: five. That's a declaration in the sand. Stamping it! Stamping it. All right, well, I would say... Chicken lover makes my top fifty. Well, top fifty. Still doesn't make my top twenty. I've got a couple other ones. Like as we get later, like for me, I think season four and season five are gonna have a lot of my tops. You're gonna hear that when oh, we get to that, because like there's just a lot of good ones in those seasons. Um as far as an overall ranking for you, this is obviously one of your favorites, right, Greg? Yeah, I I would have
4: to make this number two. Wow. Yeah. I, I love this episode. I mean, a lot of it's probably nostalgia because it's the first one I really saw from beginning to end that anal probe, but uh I don't know. It's just it's it's great. The whole thing's just great South Park.
2: <laughs> yeah, as we were talking about this episode before we went on the air, you know, we mentioned, you know, me and you message back and forth and you were like, I really don't have any moments in this episode I disliked. And there really isn't a lot to complain about in no. this episode. So Overall, guys, great episode. We had a fun time reviewing. We had a fun time having Greg here. Greg, go ahead and put yourself over. Let all these people who like listen to Suck My Balls think about where they can suck yours.
4: <laughs> yes,
2: you can uh, come suck my balls.
4: They're all nice and vinegary for you, by the way, since it is yeah. Easter. Uh, at ratsaladreview.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Podbean, Twitter, and Uh, i know there's some other stuff too but i'm kind of technologically ignorant so (laughs) i don't remember all the names but rock and metal reviews we do album versus albums Uh, suck my balls is featured on there as well as infinite fringe and some other things
2: ian where can the people talk to you and you know maybe put yourself over if you have anything to put over
3: Uh, right now, um, my personal Twitter is shut down for the oh, you
2: did shut it down. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can
3: just find us at the suck my balls pod Twitter. Um, being controversial as always on there. So, uh, want to argue? Go ahead, let's
1: go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, my name is Matthew Shaffer. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew underscore shaffer as Scoop mentioned suck my balls pod we're also available on instagram at that same um url you can also find us on facebook at south park pod interestingly enough we got that one i'm pretty proud of that one and uh, you can of course email us at suck my balls pod at gmail.com well oh, yeah. i think it's i think it's uh only fitting that uh you know in this time of stress and dismay on Easter Sunday. For us all to just stop asking questions and paint the fucking eggs. Ladies and gentlemen, Yetmebay.
0: Yetmebay. will you let Jing Jing
1: Hans I ching chong ching lu si lei, and waited patiently till so in
0: Den næste dag vil morgen ryge. Ching chong ching loo tsai. De fandt den stakkelse,
4: hun går døde. Ching chong ching loo tsai. Han dækkede var af sne og is, men tører nu op i paradis. Ching chong loo, ching chong loo, ching chong ching loo tsai.
3: Det var jo noget ching chong ching ting ching chong ching For ching han ching chong han våd. ching chong ching chong
1: ching
3: chong ching chong ching chong ching chong ching chong ching ching chong ching ching lu
1: Jing Dai, nu kaster Dai, de en lilla sky som regnar över land og by. Lu, Jing Chang Lu, Jing Chang Dai.